Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. One of a kind opinions, big name guests, the teams you care about every day, every, every day. It's the Ron Johnson Show, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, and it starts now. Welcome to the Ron Johnson Show. I'm your host, Ron Johnson. That's Sam Extra, my producer. And on today's show, we are going to talk about, of course, the top of everybody's mind, the Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves, a team that nobody thought would be in the playoff this year, found a way to win 46 games. They also won the play-in game, as we'll talk about later. And then, of course, the celebration. We have to dive into what TNT and those around the world that are not Minnesota fans thought about what the Minnesota Timberwolves did. But first, a word from our sponsors. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for the fraction of the price. I mean, think about it. Everybody wants to go out and get the top of the line sunglasses. Shady Rays offers you the opportunity. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. I mean, when you go to the bar or you go to the club or you're just out on the town, when they see you in these sunglasses, they're going to feel like you are wearing top of the line sunglasses and you are because they are giving them to you at a fraction of the price. Shady Rays includes loss, broken, stolen, damage, protection on every single pair. Think about if your phone did that. Think about how many times you lose your phone. Sunglasses fall right into that. No matter where you're on vacation, if you're going to Disney World, somebody happens to just knock your sunglasses off. Well, hey, Shady Rays is going to replace them for you. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, You'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Ten meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. Now, as we dive into this show, Sam... I'm, I'm a, I was a huge fan of the game. I enjoyed it. Everything happened the way I thought it should have, which in my mind, I've talked about star for star. Paul George for Carl Anthony Towns. It's like playing poker. I see your ace and I raise you. Or I see your hundred, I raise you a hundred. Why? Because you might have ace king. I got ace king. Which suit is going to help us on the flop, on the river, on the turn? Well, if you look at this Timberwolves team, the Ace King didn't work out. It was Jack 10 suited versus Ace. Jack 10 is going to be my Anthony Edwards and my D'Angelo Russell. They were suited, though. What else happened? On the flop, you had help from other guys on the team. But the big key was the other team had no help with their hand. Reggie Jackson only gave Paul George 17 points, and I think that's the key. Carl Anthony Towns might only gave him 11, but their 30 and 29 not only nullified Paul George's 30-plus, but then Reggie's 17 couldn't really do much, and then they needed another person, and it just wasn't there. I mean, when you, when you jump into the stats and you look into the numbers and you look at Malik Beasley, 
give them 12 points with some huge threes down the stretch. I mean, that was a, a big piece. You look at Nas Reed giving them eight. You look at uh, Jared Vanderbilt with the key 10 rebounds. You know, and, and he didn't do a ton from a points perspective, but when Carl Anthony Towns was getting double teamed, he was in the right place at the right time. Carl just couldn't stay in the game long enough to continue to do that. Every time they were going to double team Carl Anthony Towns, and he should have found uh, Jared Vanderbilt a lot more than he did. And I think that's the key for the team. I mean, honestly, though, Malik Beasley's 12. That was the biggest 12 points that I think the, the, the crowd needed, the, the, the players needed to see the ball going to the hoop. If Malik Beasley doesn't make those threes, it might be a different ball game. Um, the celebration, of course, we know what happened. You know, Charles Barkley, Shaq, they're making fun of him. They're playing the one shining moment. They're saying, is Chris Finch going to take his shirt off in the locker room? And are they going to spray water on him like he just won the final four? Um, and he's headed to the big dance. And honestly, I was there laughing all night on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I was right there laughing all night because it was funny. The Kevin Garnett memes, everything. I even tweeted my own. That's three Ron Johnson at Twitter. But what ended up happening as I thought about it this morning and as I watched Patrick Beverly continue to tweet, um, as I saw the thought process, you have to look at the bigger picture of this. People are saying it's been 18 and 19 years. It hasn't. They went in 2017, 18 to the playoffs with Jimmy Butler. But again, that's one of those you want to wipe away from the books. You don't want to remember Jimmy Butler's time here. But when you think about George Floyd, you think about the pandemic, you think about Dante Wright, you think about all the riots, the looting, the burning, the hurt, the anger, the pain. I think that was a demon that was exercised. I think that's what Patrick Beverly was trying to say. Also, think about Patrick Beverly. Imagine your girlfriend or boyfriend breaking up with you, saying, eh, I'm going to move on from you. I got, I got some other stuff in the works. And then you happen to run into them. And when you run into them, you absolutely show them you're living your best life. That's where Patrick Beverly was at. The Clippers didn't want him. They traded him. He got sent to Minnesota, and in and people's minds, Minnesota wasn't going to do what the Clippers were going to do because they had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And so everybody assumed the Clippers are still the Clippers and the Timberwolves, huh? which is going to send them off. Well, that, that's, that's what he was celebrating. The, his teammates were celebrating for him as well, but also coming from nothing, team is sold off to Alex Rodriguez and, and, and Mark Laurie, and then now you're here with this 46-win team now clinching the seventh seed i think that's what the emotion was because nobody had faith in them nobody had faith in patrick beverly nobody thought that core that three they weren't calling them a big three they were just saying carl anthony towns anthony edwards and hey we'll throw in delangelo russell because we're just going to do it well it came through it worked out when carl anthony towns went down the other big two came to play almost 60 points from two players and I think that's the key for me, Sam. That's that's for me where I think everything came from, and it and it all came together at the right time. Hopefully, this is momentum going into these games versus the Grizzlies. They played so well that Shaq and Barkley both feel like the Timberwolves can get it done. Now, Kenny Smith, he's he's sticking with the Grizzlies, but I, I think the length of Anthony Edwards, he showed it last night. His strength with Paul George, how they how they continue to keep him, you know, aggravated. 
Pat Beverly on John Moran as well. That's going to frustrate him. Um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Carl Anthony Towns is going to have to deal with the bigs. Uh, we'll see if the Grizzlies do what the Clippers did, which is double Carl Anthony Towns as soon as he gets in the hole. Hopefully now he can watch film and realize, I got to dump it off sooner. The minute I feel that double team, I have to know Jared Vanderbilt or Nas Reed. Somebody is behind these guys ready to make a dump. But what do you think, Sam? How, was, how did you enjoy this game? I enjoyed every minute. I mean, so many unsung heroes. How about Nas Reed? Coming on for Cat after he fouled out, Nas Reed plus 17 in the plus minus. Um, Beasley hit, I think, two of the biggest shots of the game. And you alluded to this. They're down nine going into the, the third end of the third quarter. Beasley hits a buzzer beater down six. Huge psychological lift. And then there was that broken play in transition when they were down six. Beasley hits another corner three. They pull within three, they pull within one possession. That was part of that huge run they went on to end the game. Timely shooting. The offense was not that good either way. I mean, it, it's clear like the aesthetic of basketball just changes when it's the playoffs. Both teams defended really well, um, particularly for the Wolves. There was nothing for them at the rim. Absolutely nothing. Cat was getting frustrated. He was getting doubled. The Clippers have a lot of defensive length down low. Um, fortunately for the Wolves, they didn't have a lot of offensive juice inside, but defensively they were really tough. So if the Wolves weren't hitting from, from distance, if Ant wasn't hitting those shots, if Beasley and Russell weren't hitting those shots, I think they lose that game handily. I mean, they needed to shoot from the outside last night. That was the only way they were going to stay in that game with really no inside presence. Um, as hard as they tried to attack, they had foul trouble. And they persevered uh, past all of that. They persevered past the glue, the glue gal, the glue girl. Um, she was the she was the unsung hero. I mean, if you think about it, she gave them an additional timeout. They got time to calm down, cool the Clippers off. They they came back after that. Like I, I think she deserves. I mean, she's in jail probably, but she deserves a a jersey or something, a pat on the back. I mean, she was just trying to fight for animal rights. So I got to give glue gal her her just due as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that she was on some kind of Twitter live video. I think she's free. I don't think she's in okay. custody any longer. So that's good. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like your point. Maybe we can debate this a little bit about Russell as part of the big three, um, because I'm not sure anyone else gets you 29 points on a bad cat night. I mean, you needed him to join Ant. And if two out of your big three are working, then that's the point of having a big three. You know, all yeah. three aren't going to be working. Like when you're playing golf, you got driver, you got irons, and you got putter. If two out of three are working, it's probably going to be a pretty good day. Uh, if it's one out of three, probably not. And they had two out of three last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit in the next segment about D'Angelo Russell. Does he belong? What's the future for him? And, and do the, does the team see him as a value to this big three? And we're going to debut a new segment. But first, a word from our sponsors. Yes, it's Built Bar. Once again, it's the time of year where I'm usually getting pretty resigned to uh, any dietary resolutions I made at the new year. We're like a third of the way into the year, and I've given all of that up. Uh, Built Bar is a great way where it's, it doesn't feel like work to have a good diet and eat healthy. Uh, they're a fan favorite with their 100% real chocolate puffs. They've got some other amazing flavors, cinnamony, churro, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie. Uh, did I mention 100% real chocolate? It's incredible. Low calorie, high protein, 
replace your candy bars with these. I trust me, it's so much better for you. They've got 110 fewer calories. They've got 26 fewer grams of sugar um, and much more protein. Mint brownie, coconut almond, white chocolate cookies and cream. Uh, I'm practically salivating already just talking about it at Built Bar. They're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Well, on the Ron Johnson Show, we have a new segment. Call it Shoot or Pass. If I shoot it, I like it. I'm going with it. I'm rolling with it. If I'm passing it, you know. It's like passing up a shot. It's just not, just not for me. Somebody else, you can take the shot for me. So, Sam, kick it off. All right. You've got two options. You can shoot, and you can keep D'Angelo Russell on this team. Okay. He can be part of the big three going forward. D'Lo, Cat, Ant, some pretty cool nicknames in your big three, and that's your group. You can shoot, and you can take that. Or you can pass. You can pass on Russell. You can say, hey, we love you, but you are uh, not Cat, and you are not Ant. We're going to trade you, pick up some assets, and move on. And we're going to build around uh, some other younger pieces, cheaper pieces. Are you going to shoot or are you going to pass, Ron Johnson? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, so many people doubted D'Angelo Russell. I think D'Angelo Russell's rocky pass. Uh, you, you think about when he came out of Ohio State, he was one of the top draft picks. Uh, he, you know, he was in the Devin Booker camp. He was in the Carl Anthony Towns camp. You know, he's friends with all these guys. Um, and when you think about when you're in that camp, so like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, those guys have always been in each other's camps. They've always been each other's, you know, corners. You know, I'm going to do whatever I can do to help my friend out. If we can play together, I want to play with you. And so originally when it was Carl Anthony Towns and DeAndre Russell, the thought was Devin Booker would come. And then you're like, man, D'Angelo Russell, that that's a key piece because he can help get guys here. And then they draft Anthony Edwards and they don't draft uh, LaMelo Ball. People wonder. I think the wonder is over now. In my opinion, I, I think LaMelo Ball and, and Anthony Edwards are both good. Uh, they both create energy. They both create an atmosphere of fun. They're a great teammate to be around. Anthony Edwards, though, he's a different beast. I mean, you look at his explosion, his quick first step. Uh, he's an attacker. He's attacking the basket. Whereas LaMelo, he's a finesse. He's cool. He's cute with it. He's passing it. He's going to shoot deep. Uh, but he's not He's not an aggressive attack the rim guy. And I think that's what the Timberwolves needed. They needed an attitude. Um, they didn't need uh, a superstar in his own mind. And that's what LaMelo Ball is. Yes, he's good. Um, but he's not where he can be. Whereas Anthony Edwards, he's going to give you points. When you add D'Angelo Russell, if you look at his season numbers, he played 65 games, started 65 games. So low management, we know that, nagging injuries, general soreness, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's today's NBA game. Uh, you know, when you have a nagging injury, you're going to be out. Um, but when you look at his assists, seven assists a game, he's not selfish. He's not like the old D'Angelo Russell people assumed he always wanted to take the shot. Now he realized I got other guys that can shoot. But Last night, he showed it. When Anthony Edwards couldn't hit a three, D'Angelo Russell came down, fast break, knocked down a three that was probably one of the biggest threes of the night. Um, that That's the D'Angelo that's the Russell that people forget. You know, averaged 18 points a game. So he 
way you know shot above his average with the 29 last night and so when you think about that i'm gonna shoot it i would keep d'angelo russell because you you pointed that out you can't find another point guard um that's willing to pass willing to score 18 points a game seven assists that's his average for the season 18 and seven and then when your star goes down he's he he can score he can put he can fill the basket up like the minute carl anthony towns got his fourth file i tweeted d'angelo russell has to help anthony edwards out that's it i said anthony edwards can go but he's gonna need d'angelo russell period somebody tweeted like i, I and i and again my daughter's birthday is today so happy birthday to cameron uh she turns 11 so last night i was a little bit back and forth storm trying to figure out how to stream it for two minutes while the storm cut out the satellite uh trying to run around so cer certain parts of the game i missed but then somebody tweeted to me nailed it and i didn't realize what happened soon as the game came back on it was probably three minutes later three or four minutes later it happened d'angelo russell went on a tear he went from i think uh what was it like one or two points early on to like finishing the half with like 12 or something like that or or, or so, it was a ridiculous number i can't remember what it was but i know he went on a quick tear and scored like nine points or something um and so I think that helped Anthony Edwards calm down too. Realize like, okay, all is not lost. My boy is here. We can do this. And so that's why I would shoot it. I would keep him um, for the foreseen future. Just try to figure it out in the in the immediate. You get a you got a, you got Carl. You got a guard, and you got a point guard. Now you just need a, a slasher uh, to be able to help you out. Um, somebody like. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank on a guy that could fit, but because cheap, because you, of course, you would say like uh, Siakam, or you would say, uh, you know, one of the big slashers, Kevin Durant, but you can't afford him. Um, but they need a body type like a Kevin Durant. They need one more guy that that you know, like a Horace Grant, gonna do the dirty work, but can still you know put his back to the basket every once in a while. Um, you know, or a guy like a Kevin Durant that can shoot, that's gonna give you points. Of course, you can't get Kevin Durant, but I, I do feel like there's going to be some young, cheap pieces they need to try to add. Um, they need a Sean Livingston type to come off the bench, a point guard that can run the floor when D'Angelo's out. I think Pat Bev is your defensive guy. He can be it. Your Sean Livingston could be your two because Sean played next to Steph Curry. So we know he's interchangeable at 6'8". I mean, they you, you find that, and I think you have a piece to end up in the fourth seed. Um, they weren't far off. Uh, they're going to play a two seed who I don't think scares me as a two seed. So I, I would keep D'Angelo Russell in that big three. They, it's all about chemistry. You know, it, it sounded great to have Jimmy Butler with with Carl, or Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, but the chemistry wasn't there. If there's no chemistry, you can't get wins. Like literally, if there's no chemistry, there's no purpose. Guys aren't shooting well. Guys mentally aren't into the game. What you saw last night was a guy, D'Angelo Russell, that had all the faith in himself because his team had it in him. But D'Angelo Russell of old with Swaggy P and texting a Ziggy Elliott that your boyfriend's cheating on you and, and all the bad blood and bad vibes that followed him and teams that didn't really accept him because they didn't know if they could trust him, his shortstop with the Wizards, um, all of or the, uh, the Warriors, all of that is behind him. The Nets, all I mean, that's behind him. I think now he can create a new chapter in life. He can possibly be known as a Timberwolf. Uh, if you think about what is going to transpire in the playoffs, I, I think they can get this done in six. Um, but you know, I think that's the reason I would keep him. There are a lot of complicated factors in play here. So 
doesn't it kind of feel a little bit like Durant Westbrook Harden with the Thunder? You've got Durant. I'm not saying that these players are equal by any means, but Durant is Towns in this case. You're not going to give up your on your seven foot big man who can shoot threes as well as any big man ever. Um, Ant is Westbrook. He's your fire. You know, he is the pulse of the team. He is your explosive ball handling guard. Um, and then Russell is Harden, kind of this a little more aloof, awkward lefty who just gets stuff done and kind of sneakily scores 30 on you. Um, the Thunder obviously let Harden loose because they couldn't afford all of them. Harden turns out to be a star. Russell is only 26. I mean, it's possible that Russell could be a number one guy somewhere at some point in his career if he were entrusted with that role. Um, I look at money. I mean, I'm always looking at, at the salary cap, Ron. D'Angelo Russell is worth $31 million next year, and it's his final year of his deal. So you're going to have a lame duck contract unless you extend him this offseason. And that creates an awkward situation because then you get to the deadline and you say, well, we're a pretty good team. We need Russell to get where we want to go because I think the Wolves are going to be really good again next year. I think they can shoot for a, a four or five seed if they don't you know, get COVID like they did this year in, in the month of December. But as a front office, you have to look at that piece and say, we could get a first round pick back. We could get a great player back. We could shed ourselves of $30 million and think of what we could do with $30 million. We could get those role players that you talked about, Ron. So I'm torn. Also, one more factor, Carl Anthony Towns is buddies with him. Like this was a big reason why Carl Anthony Towns didn't get disgruntled and want to leave this city is because they brought in D'Angelo Russell yep. um, and those two were tight. So if you traded Russell, you are risking, I think, um, you know, disenchanting your franchise star. Um, so I think I lean shoot, but I totally understand the pass. I mean, if you, if you're floundering at the trade deadline, I think you got to cash in that asset, get the picks, get the players and, and you're going to have to invest in Ant and Cat and keep those guys around and find another cheaper third piece. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I would say if he had a terrible game last night, I probably would have been more on the pass side. But I, I'm captive by the moment. Like, I was up late watching this thing. Like, my, my adrenaline was going because I had guaranteed a win pretty much. And so when I started off watching this game and I said they were down, I was like, oh. Here we go. Like, do not do this. Like, it was down. And there's the one thing I, I want people to remember. I said this. Whoever's winning at halftime will win the game. And the Clippers were winning up into the last seconds of the first half. The minute the Timberwolves won the first half, I had faith that they would get it done. Even though the Clippers came out early in the second half, I knew whoever won that first half mentally had that edge, and they pulled it off. So it ends up being what it was every single game and for those that bet on bet online if you bet the timberwolves like i told you you got some money so go ahead and kick my venmo a little bit of a percentage back because i am the guy going to give you the information to win some money on betonline.com well that'll do it for that we're going to start off next with the daily three that's three questions three minutes but first a word from our sponsors let me tell you about Athletic Greens AG1, a just a tremendous product that is a good alternative to uh, taking awkward big vitamins that are that are tough to, to take down. Uh, what is this stuff? It's one delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, 
and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, focus, the whole nine yards. Costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, it's time for the daily three. That's three questions, three minutes. Sam, take it away. You got it. Um, let's touch on the other sports, uh, the wild winning five to one last night against Edmonton. Obviously not a lot of people watching that on TV. They were all locked into the wolves, but um, a couple potent offenses here in the Twin Cities, Ron. The Wild uh, are fifth in scoring in the NHL. The Timberwolves, as we know, they finished first in scoring in the regular season in the NBA. Weren't quite as impressive last night. That's okay. Which offense, Ron, do you trust more, the Wild or the Wolves? Well, the Wolves are the seventh seed. They're playing the Grizzlies. You saw what happens with foul trouble early with Cat, um, without D'Angelo Russell helping them out. Again, we always talk about the big three, and I wanted to hit on your analogy of the big three in golf. Um, I'm going to say if two or three are working, you're still probably not doing well. If, you're, if your driver is off, you're screwed. Uh, if your putter is off, you're screwed. Um, but in basketball, you can get away with it. Uh, I, I don't trust their offense, though. I still want to see more consistency. I need to see the big two which would be Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns in either of the two. But I think Anthony Edwards is the big two with Carl Anthony Towns. And then D'Angelo Russell giving you a solid 18 to 22. Um, or all three just being over 20 points. Like that would be a cool stat line as well, uh, especially if you had two of them with a double or all three with a double-double, one with assists, the other two are rebounds. Like that's a cool stat line. But, I mean, when you look at the wild, I mean, you got Kirill Kaprizov, uh, leading the team right now. They're 45, 21 and six. They're second in the central division. Um, they're, they're filling the net up. I mean, five to one, it's, it's exciting. They're out there skating. You got Marcus Foligno, um, you know, he's in there with the most penalty minutes. So they have a guy that's really not afraid to mix it up when he has to, you look at Matt Zuccarella, uh, right behind him in assists, but he's also second in points, uh, Kevin Fiala as well. So they have three guys in Fiala, Zuccarella, and Kaprizov that are absolutely going off right now. Um, teams are going to have to score a lot to beat the Wild. And we know it's a game of streaks. Like when you're confident and, and that net looks as big as the ocean and you can just skate down, you're skating faster, you're getting into your zone quicker, um, you're pressing the issue in the creases, you're being a little bit more aggressive with other teams. Um, teams don't. Uh, feel like they can bully you. I think that's what happens a lot of times with the Penguins. When you look at uh, Crosby, people were always trying to bully him, and then he had to have guys help him out. Um, you don't see that with the Wild. You don't see guys thinking they could pick on uh, Kaprizov, or you don't see guys thinking that Zuccarello is going to be Zuccarello is going to be an easy one. Like they they know this is going to be a fight. Uh, they're going to have to get out there and skate, uh, and, and they're exciting. So I can't say 
the Timberwolves. I trust the Wild a little bit more right now. And I'm not even a hockey guy, but just from watching, you know, highlights here and there and then watching a little bit of the game before the Timberwolves game last night, they're quick and they're fast. And that's I think that's the key. They're they're going to fill up the net fast. And, you know, even when it was three to one, I think somebody was like, oh, the, the, the Wild have to make sure they don't screw it up. And I keep forgetting hockey's so quick that you can score two goals in, in the matter of seconds if you really are pushing the issue. And so they they flipped it. They scored the two goals and went up five one versus uh, them coming back on them and tying it up three three. So that's just shows how good they are. So I got to go with the Wild. Yeah, I mean, I like the Wolves' depth, but I like the Wild depth more. Um, and the Wolves play a couple of guys, pretty huge minutes, McDaniels and Vanderbilt. I know it's for defensive reasons, and they're great at that. They're valuable. But they also have those two guys on the floor, a lot of minutes not scoring points. I don't trust McDaniels or Vanderbilt on offense. So if you get a couple of guys in foul trouble, uh, yeah, then, then I don't trust that Wolves' offense. Whereas I think the Wild have so many options on all four lines that I, I I do trust their offense a bit more, even though they're fifth and the Wolves were first. Uh, let me move on to topic number two in the daily three. Dalvin Cook is switching from number 33 to number four. Now that the NFL allows the single digit jersey numbers, Ron, I know you're kind of attached to that number three. So let me ask you this. How much would you have paid to get uh, number three in the NFL. And for reference, Dalvin Cook said that if he had switched last year, it would have cost him $1.2 million. <laughs> yeah. So I know with the jersey sales and all that stuff, you have to go through the cycle and you have to petition and let the league know um, for dollar purposes so they don't spend this offseason making a bunch of Dalvin Cook number 33 jerseys. Um, so the fact that he let the league know early, he told him he wanted to do it, he found out the right time, you know, with his player rep and all that stuff. Now, um, all the you know investors, Nike, all these people that have to make these jerseys know, okay, we need to start producing fours. And so it's going to be funny. I'm, I'm guessing right after the draft, uh, I mean, you probably already have people ordering cook fours on, um, you know, fan or whatever, the fanatic site and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, Nike.com, I'm pretty sure people have, you know, because you can make your own jersey. People have probably started ordering four cooks, uh, but it's going to start to show like at the draft. Uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm pretty sure they're going to have uh, possibly a couple of Dalvin Cook fours in the, in the store if they happen to have the store open because this is the first year in a while. I mean, I, I did the draft the last two years from my basement um, and then ended up doing the other one from TCO. So this year I have to go to U.S. Bank Stadium to do the draft pregame show, uh, and then I'm going to TCO to do uh, the draft breakdown every day. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the Vikings have me coming over doing the draft breakdown. What do I think? So I'll actually have some of the draft picks early, uh, but I can't leak them. But I definitely will, will, will tease some of the stuff that I know because I get to actually watch the draft room and they're usually 15 picks ahead. But how much would I have paid for number three? I don't think I would have paid a lot. One, because back when I played, single digits weren't actually cool. Single digit was the guy that, like, I had 11 with the Bears because I just had 11 because all the 80s were taken. And the minute I got to get 81 after they cut a guy, I felt better. Like, I felt like, okay, I got an 80 number. I'm on this team. Uh, and then, of course, I hurt my knee in the first game, and that's all she wrote. Um, but that, that like, single digits back then, there were quarterbacks. You know, it wasn't like a, you know, guys warm in practice. Like, I remember Ray Lewis and, and all the linebackers one week wore all single digits in practice. I don't know why. Um, they just did it. But, yeah, I don't know if I would have paid a lot. Like, I don't think I would have paid anything. Like, I, I think just 83 because I wanted the three, so they gave me 83. Um, and I, I think that 
was the times then like I, I sound like maybe a guy on the grass watering my lawn saying get off my lawn and an old dude but yeah I, I was used to the, the the norm of that like cam dantzler wearing three this year i don't know how good that's gonna look i mean we'll have to see but he's so slim that three is so slim and the vikings colors with three just makes me think of blair wash so <laughs> i i don't know how i'm gonna take to cam dancer and hopefully he has a great year in three because i love three like that's my number i'm rocking with him um but yeah i just every time i see three in the, in the vikings color i think blair wash and so i don't I, i'm pretty i'm pretty sure the first time something happens or a mistake happens people are gonna make that that correlation of here we go again or something and um but yeah no i don't think i would have paid a ton for it this is great news for Brett Favre jersey owners because they can now take a piece of tape and they can cover up the Favre and put Cook and they've got their jersey. <laughs> Save a little dough. Yeah, uh, that's going to happen. Topic number three, Chris Finch, Wolves coach. He signed an extension earlier this week. Um, I'm curious, Ron, where do you think he ranks among the top coaches in this market? Yeah, so I'm going to go off Twitter mentions sensationality like what people are craving right now kevin o'connell unfortunately is number one only because he's the head football coach for the football team and football is one of the top but then i'm gonna say dean evison he's right up there next because of how good the wild are dean evison in some people's houses probably are on top of kevin o'connell um so i'd say they're one a and one b um i'm gonna go pj fleck next i, I think pj fleck um just he's sensational you know no no i'm gonna go cheryl reeve cheryl reeve is gonna be three with the links then i'm gonna go uh pj fleck and then i will say chris finch now chris finch most likely if they knock off the two he'll jump that and be a solid two behind uh o'connell and dean evison uh if he goes further than that like if he pulls off a miracle and and somehow makes it to the western conference finals then he's up there like he might be ahead of those two because nobody's done that um nobody's been there to get that done in this town since mike zimmer and we know what happened against the eagles and so um yeah i'd, I'd say he's in that mix but right now i'd, I'd have to put him behind um pj Fleck just because he's new last year they weren't good um he did get the contract extension but that's one of those what have you done for me lately and he's done a lot and so they're going to give him the money now but i'd have to put him behind cheryl reeve because she's won championships um but he's coming like if he continues on this pace where they can make the playoffs um the next two or three years and he's always a conversation um it's no question of is he going to get fired like if he has a, a a blazing egg next year all of a sudden and they drop back to the basement where they're fighting for the eight seed i think people are gonna are there in the nine and the ten playing spot and they lose and they're out i think people are going to question that like did they extend them too soon is this another minnesota coaching mistake giving a guy money that doesn't deserve it but that's where i'd put them yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to go with anyone but Reeve for just overall coaching chops because she's done this for 10, 15 years at a super high level. Correct. So many coaches in this market are new. I mean, Rocco Baldelli is in his oh, fourth I forgot year, about him too. Yeah. And yep. he and and you know, and he's still pretty new. Um, Everson's in his second year, Finch in his first full-time year, O'Connell first full-time year, Ben Johnson his first year. Um, so there's just not a lot of veteran coaches left in this market. So Reeve almost kind of takes it by default, but Finch obviously has a ton of momentum. Um, bonus yeah. question, real fast. What is the best arena for a playoff atmosphere in the Twin Cities? Well, I was there for the Minneapolis Miracle. Um, I don't think every playoff game has that energy, but that was electric. Um, the Timberwolves, 
the play-in game, I guess you would say, was playoff atmosphere. But I want to see an actual like game one, two, three, four uh, with these Grizzlies. Like, what does that atmosphere look like? Are the fans going to have that same energy? Because D'Angelo Russell talked about that stand the whole time until our first basket and all that kind of stuff, like college. Um, let's see if it happens. Let's see um, what these fans decide to do. If they're going to be loud the entire time, if they're going to scream and make it tough for the other team. Um, I'm going to say the Timberwolves playoff atmosphere, but then you look at the wild, you know, it's loud. It's crazy in there. That's tough. That's a tough one. I'm just going to naturally say the wild because I know these fans are crazy and, and drinking beer and, you know, being drunk is a norm there, like throwing beer up against a glass, people getting knocked over. Like that's a norm for that. When that red light flashes after a goal, um, I'm going to go wild. Uh, then I'll go Vikings. Then I'll go Timberwolves. Uh, from there, uh, links just don't feel the building and it has it doesn't have the same energy. They've won championships. Um, so then I'd have to say them fourth and then the twins, um, you know, we'll see what happens that, that, that having to face the Yankees always in that first game for the playoff or whatever, uh, or quick series that never is good. So hopefully they can find a better team, uh, in that first early games and the play, if they can make the playoffs. Um, uh, but yeah, that they'd be fifth. Yeah, I've been to playoff games in most of the venues, and it depends so much on the game, right? Because the, the Twins playoff games I've been to, they laid an egg. It wasn't a good atmosphere. And I'll, I'll hit you with kind of an off-the-beaten-path one, my favorite atmosphere ever. Game five of the WNBA Finals at Williams Arena, when mm. Target Center was either re getting refurbished, I think, the Lynx played the finals at Williams Arena pack the place and that's that's a great venue so that's it's close yeah that is that was a, yeah it was a little bit obscure but that was definitely my favorite mm, that's a good one well that'll do it for the ron johnson show i want to thank you guys for joining me today cameron i want to wish you a happy birthday you're 11 now uh please make sure you guys subscribe on youtube to the ron johnson show and locked on sports minnesota and also you can download and listen wherever you get your podcast have a great day